0: Well, good afternoon. Um, Thank you, Donna, and thank you, Edmund, for leading this effort. My name is Francesca Leone, I'm the Yusuf Tumio curator of Islamic art at the Ashmolean Museum. Um, as um, the museum directors, Christopher Brown probably um, expressed last week at the heart of the recently reinstalled University Museum, uh, there is a cross-cultural philosophy that not only emphasises the importance of the single cultural traditions that are so strongly represented in our collections, uh, but also their interconnectedness, as also Malika has just pointed out, and the relevance of cultural interaction for a more nuanced understanding of their complexity. Thank you Therefore, along with highlighting idiosyncratic features of the single traditions, the New Ashmolean assists its visitors to discover synergies and shared experiences, contributing to enhance public awareness of world cultural heritage in novel and less biased ways. And this is especially visible in those galleries that bring together different cultural strands under under the same roof. Um, The museum's effort continues on the World Wide Web with online gateways. and I'm particularly referring to Eastern Art Online, the Yusuf Jamil Centre for Islamic and Asian Art, which is uh, already a five years old initiative, most generously supported by Mr Yusuf Jamil. Um, This website does not simply offer online access to the Ashmolean Asian collections, but provides a virtual extension of uh, their permanent displays and thematic installations which joined to publications and subject trails sustain public interest in and discussions about non-Western traditions and their place in uh, in the global um, world heritage. Um, currently under construction is even uh, an even more ambitious online gateway, which is the Islamic Art Portal, which aspires to provide a single access point to the, to the most prominent world collections of Islamic art. And as it, it has been the case for um, Eastern Art Online, the Islamic Art Portal springs from Mr. Jamil's desire to uh, make the Islamic artistic legacy uh, better known and better appreciated to, to the broader public. And these are digital initiatives that in my view represent tangible ways and tangible proofs uh, of how the museum is actively contributing to spread awareness of world culture and keep the debate about uh, cultural heritage alive. In the time that uh, remains I would like to briefly elaborate on the role that internet has had over the last couple of years in stimulating public discussions and mobilisation in (laughs) defence of cultural heritage, somehow anticipating next week's theme which is the role of technology in this in support of cultural heritage. Since the protests following the 2009 presidential elections in Iran, which has become known as the Green Revolution, uh, the web has become a crucial means of communication. Shocking videos showing the riots and the violent repressions were posted on YouTube, which, as you probably all know, is a video sharing website. Many of us probably remember the agony of Negara Sultani, uh, a 26 years old girl, um, um, whose death the time defined probably the most widely witnessed death in human history. Uh, The footage on uh, June 20th, 2009, uh, the footage of of Neda's death spread across the internet at incredible speed and gained immediate attention of international media, especially because um, uh, the incident was not reported by state-controlled media in Iran. And discussions about this followed uh, and moved on Twitter, which is another very prominent social network that uses exchange of short texts, um, short text messages, turning the event into one of the trending. and trending topics means that it, it essentially becomes a, a headline, one of the most widely tagged and spoken events that day, by the end of the same day. And you have to think about the fact that uh, Twitter counts something like 600 million users today. So think about the amount of the kind of audience that a a piece of news like this would get in an instant click, literally. And a similar prominence of social networks and blogs and other internet resources has been witnessed in the last two years in connection with the Arab Spring revolutions occurred in Tunisia, Libya, Egypt, and obviously more recently and still ongoing in, in, in Syria, especially because the Syrian government has restricted independent news coverage from the very start of um, the manifestations and as a result international media have turned very often to footage shot by civilians who often upload these files on the internet on on, on all the possible uh, websites that allow to do that. And it is through these individual acts that the international scholarly community has has been alerted about the dangers to which the Syrian cultural heritage is currently exposed. These threats are comparable to the ones experienced in Iraq in the months following the American invasion in 2003, destruction of historic buildings and monuments, use of sites of historic and cultural importance as targets of military bases and often as a way to instrumentalize, in fact, a local patrimony to provoke international reaction, illegal excavations to fuel the black market of antiquities, looting of museums and local collections and so on. In May 2012, a detailed report was compiled by Emma Cunliffe from Durham University, North Carolina, describing the extent and nature of destruction across Syria, and this report is also has also been updated in, in November of 2012. And this report uh, refers not only to UNESCO World Heritage sites, as uh, for example, Carchemish, a very important Hittite um, city. In my case, being an Islamicist, uh, Aleppo, which is an extremely important site, and you can see actually the souk, uh, the bazaar, which is actually probably the largest historic uh, uh, souk in existence before and after the destruction and the very important UNESCO World Heritage site, uh, the citadel uh, of Aleppo being uh, uh, shelled. Uh, but also Palmyra, uh, the crusaders castle of the Crac de Chevalier and tens of other sites, mosques, monuments. Uh, the, the, the list is really, the report is extremely detailed and, and, and quite long unfortunately. Uh, the report appeared on the Global Heritage Network and was rapidly cross-posted and circulated in other blogs, newsletters, listserv sites of professional and academic uh, organization and including you know the Archaeological Institute of America, Culture and Development, the HNet, which is one of the prominent uh, sort of networks for the circulation of general information regarding the humanities, and uh, agencies such as uh, the Blue Shield which is a network of cultural organizations that uh, work to protect the world cultural heritage along the line specified in the 1954. Uh, Hague Convention, which is an international treaty that was essentially signed in order to protect cultural property in time of of armed conflicts. And immediately after posting the report, Blue Shield issued a series of statements and invitations directed to local Syrian authorities and the international community to take concrete actions. And the appeal was eventually endorsed by the UNESCO uh, Director General, Irena Bokova, uh, that uh, was already quoted by by Donna, resulting eventually in the mobilization of, of the World Custom Organization and the Interpol to closely monitor illegal trafficking of antiquities across the Syrian border. So at least this mobilization has alerted those who can try, attempt to do something and at least contain obviously the damage. We are not saying that this is going to uh, obviously uh, resolve the problem or Prevent these monuments from being shelled or attacked, but at least we can certainly contain uh, what uh, what is going on. And you know, a number of other initiatives have occurred. And to remain in the topic of, of social networks, one of the uh, largest uh, sort of uh, groups have been found, Patromi- Patrimoine Archaeologique uh, Syrien en Danger, which is another uh, group that essentially brings together non-academic uh, interest uh, towards cultural heritage in Syria. So uh, again, although this is not Necessarily uh, a, a, a definitive measure to uh, control uh, the dispersal and the attacks. It is at least something that will hopefully prevent the, 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 the range of losses that uh, the Middle East has experienced more recently with the war in Iraq, and hopefully um, that will be avoided. Thank you.